everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited about today's topic as well as the guest that I have on today. You've heard a lot about myself, how I've kind of gotten to where I am today, but today you get to hear from my better half and also kind of the reason behind the name of the podcast, Crazy Over Easy. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce my husband, Casey. Hi. (laughs) He's definitely a little bit nervous. Extremely nervous. (laughs) But it's going to be fun. I think it'll be nice to chat about how we've met and how we've gotten to where we are today, but also our struggles. And um, I think in a relationship, sometimes it's hard to talk about that stuff. And not going to lie, we're going to kind of just wing it and see where this goes. So some of it could be, I don't know, new for both of us. So um, yeah, so how I've told you guys before, but how this name came about crazy over easy, I actually was walking down the aisle to the song. It's a Hunter Hayes song, but it's a cover and it's called, I want, I don't want easy. I want crazy. crazy. I can't even think of the name. Yeah. So the name is called, I want crazy. So the lyrics say, I don't want easy. I want crazy. And that's kind of been us. I mean, from definitely, yeah, it's, I think we've lived up to the (laughs) the lyrics. I, I would agree. So it's definitely been us from our friendship, from our relationship, you know, marriage and where we're headed. Um, it's definitely something that we are on a journey, on a ride. So just to kind of give you a background of us. So with Casey, I was actually on a trip with all of my best friends in 2012. We were all in grad school, kind of wanted to do that last hurrah, if you will. And we headed down to Turks and Caicos and six of us girls, um, all from Seattle. And when we arrived, there was this guy on the beach. I know I use the word eye candy, but, you know, just this, he was chief of beach. And turns out he was also from Seattle, and that was Casey. Seattle, a little outside of Seattle. Yeah, none um, of us were actually yeah, from Central Seattle. Central Washington, little town called Yakima, and a smaller town outside of Yakima called Moxie. So, uh, Which I definitely... Shout out to the 509. You probably had no idea Moxie even existed. Not at all. Before you met me. No, not at all. And with Club Med, it's very interesting. So that's where we went. It was a resort in Turks and Caicos called Club Med. And people from all over the world travel to these resorts. So I think for all of us, it was kind of this like, oh, whoa, Seattle. I mean, regardless of us being from outside of Seattle, it was definitely just West Coast connection. To be on an island that small and meet people from, let alone the West Coast, but your state. Yeah, it, cool. exactly. It always so, gets exciting when you Meet people that are near you or from where you grew up. So it's, yeah. it's always fun. You always have that immediate connection there. For sure. So the little, well, not little, but the Seattle man kind of came, became our little eye candy. And it was a girl's trip, though. So we just kind of continued on. But crazy enough, about a year later, I dropped out of grad school and decided to also start working for 
Club Med. So I applied. I got placed down in Cancun, Mexico as a wakeboard and water ski instructor and kind of just needed to leave my routine, find myself or lose yourself, if you will. I definitely didn't know. I'm I'm a planner. I'm definitely more type A. Um, you know, I was in grad school, had this plan set out for myself and just kind of saw my entire life unfolding before me. And I just needed to run away, if you will. So I started working in Cancun. They told me there was one other American there, but he was home on vacation. And lo and behold, like six days later, I'm walking into the entrance to the restaurant and... I was doing the entrance. Um, every employee does like an entrance to the restaurant each night, and that was Mexican night. Yeah. in charge of handing out shots of tequila to guests walking in for, you know, walking in the entrance. So yeah, it was kind of crazy to offer a shot and look at you and be like, you, I know you. Yeah, right? it literally, it was kind of that first, he looked at me and instantly he was, it, that was what he said. He's like, oh my gosh, I know you. And it had obviously been a year. I didn't have social media at the time. Um, I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have anything. And so there wasn't a way for me to even know he was there. Um, I think, I mean, Facebook was definitely around and just, I didn't have social media. And so, um, it was just a shocker, but also just so wonderful. And I'm not going to lie, in that moment, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm screwed. And I didn't really know how yet, but I knew somehow, some way, this man was going to be a very big part of my life. And it was a very strange feeling. I don't want to say it was that, what do people say? Like, that feeling, like, you just know. It wasn't anything like that. It was just... Like that song, this magic moment. Yeah. I didn't come, didn't come on. I mean, I love you, but I don't think it was anything like that. It was more just you know, obviously wonderful to make that instant connection that we knew each other from previous vacation, whatever. But also I just had this weird feeling like you were going to be a huge part of my life. And fast forward, we actually became best friends and it was all, you know, great to be in this foreign country in a new position, me having really no idea what the heck I was doing with myself, but to have somebody from back home, um, also, there's different languages being spoken. So it was so wonderful to be able to speak English with Casey and open up about things. We were both going through a lot at the time, which we'll get into further into the episode. But um, just became best friends. We ended up being in Cancun together for about 10 months and then headed back to Turks. So Shipped out to, to Turks and Caicos. Yeah, so back to where it all began. And that's kind of just story continues. We actually ended up... Um, I guess, like, what would you say, getting into our relationship in Turks, I feel like that's when things kind of became, quote-unquote, official. Yeah. And then headed off to... I would to, say so, because we were pretty under the radar. We were very under the radar. <laughs> emotions, that things... Lines got blurred in Cancun in terms of emotions, but relationship-wise, things didn't really develop until Turks and Caicos. And then headed off to Japan, which was a great experience. That was hard for me, though. I would say hard, hard for you. Yeah. Me, I... I think it was hard for both of us. It yeah. was tough in the beginning, especially doing jobs where we weren't. I mean, you were in boutique and I yeah. was working ski ski tech, and it was a, it was, was a winter was village. Fun, so it was, yeah, it was definitely it was definitely hard. Yeah, and then you guys going into the summer, this guy was my manager, so he yeah. was my boss. If I can only fire people, <laughs> I know I was the worst. I was honestly. I just wasn't happy. This is actually, which I will get into way in another podcast. This is when my fitness journey actually genuinely started was in Japan. I was very unhappy. And I think it's a good thing we went through those struggles mm -hmm. prior to like marriage and all of that. But yeah, I was very unhappy and it was definitely um, spilling over into our relationship. I feel like every day before our day off, so each week I'd 
I being the, the communicator that I am, I'd sit him down and be like, something's off. We're not, we're not doing well. And it was me. It was yeah. very much me. And, um, you know, he was a trooper and stuck with it, but we actually ended up, so this will be my third year in club med, your sixth year, nah, seventh. Was it? Yeah, I think we so. We ended Japan. Yeah. That yeah. would have been my sixth year. I think. Yeah. So then we headed back home and the craziness continues. Yeah. The real, <laughs> real life. Yeah. So then we had, started. <laughs> right? Really. Yeah. Because we at this point, which again, we'll dive into, but we hadn't been in a real life relationship, if that makes sense. Mm. We hadn't sat on the couch next to each other. We hadn't held hands in public. We hadn't... Grocery shop. Gro- yes, exactly. Which I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> you were pretty good at the beginning. You'd yeah. go to Costco with me, but... I feel like I was obligated. <laughs> now you do the yard work. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the... Yeah, I'll stick to the house chores. I'm better at that. Yeah. So this was our first time actually having a quote-unquote real relationship in reality, mm-hmm. if you will. It was kind of, for me, the ultimate test of, okay, if we're even thinking about the future like we have to figure out if we can even coexist with each other in the world because we've done so many travels sitting on the couch together together doing chores shopping living in a house yeah who takes out garbage a lot lot different than you know living in a dorm style for sure because that was basically what it was we were basically living in like it wasn't even hotel you guys it was like a dorm you had a room and Yeah, so the transition home, I wouldn't say, was easy by any means. I think we kind of took steps backwards. We kind of had to go back to the beginning. We had never had that ability to flirt and have a standard, um, what is it called, Uh, like courtship. You know, Mm -hmm. we didn't go on dates. We didn't have that. So now we're working backwards, and we're having to kind of figure out. You almost got nervous again. You know, Mm -hmm. he'd come home from work, and it was this – you know, we, we love each other. We've been dating for almost three years at this point, yeah. but we just didn't really know what that looked like in reality. So, Because, yeah, it was really the first time I've ever lived with. My first time uh, ever living with somebody. Yeah, living yeah. with somebody. I mean, besides college, obviously. Yeah. All like, the guys and stuff. Yeah. But, um, Bill's woman, coming in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And then how are you going to. How are we going to have our money together? Who's yeah. going to pay for what? Exactly. Or, the whole joint account. account. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'll come? give you a part of my paycheck, <laughs> but I need a little bit for me because I got to have backup just in case shit hits the fan and yeah. I, I need to leave or mm-hmm. we need to and go had, our separate ways. For sure. And we had had those conversations about, you know, did we see a future together? We actually never spoke of the word like marriage. It was more or less just like, I don't know about a lot of you, but we definitely believe in like, if you don't see a future with the somebody with or with that person, what I don't want to say what's the point, but like that's a lot of emotional <clears throat> energy you're putting out there. Yeah. And so we um things worked out on I mean the first few months it was really exciting if anything. It was kind of it was well, nervous. I feel like we always said and it was during football season too. Yeah. yeah. So which we both love. Yeah, we both and love it. It can football. be also even more of a stressful time for <laughs> us up here in Seattle. Exactly. So with the Huskies and the Hawks and whatnot. But yeah. Um yeah, so we kind of had that too to um, fill our weekends. Fill our kind weekends, of. yeah. Come, we were coming from working, you know, sixteen to eighteen hours a day, six days a week, and so coming back and being like, "Oh, we're home by five. What does this even mean? What do we do? How do we yeah. fill the rest of our time? What do we do on the weekends?" Um, so yeah, we ended up. You guys, this is where things get even crazier, though. So we've been home for about six months, and mind you, we even to this day, it's been now four years. We very much kind of continued that dorm style living out of. I would say fear of things not working out. We Mm. didn't want it to be too permanent. So, like, furniture we bought was all, like... Well, when I moved 
up here. I was oh like, gosh. of my little Western my little college bag, travel bag for football, I brought, I USA. filled up and... Every time I went back home, I'd bring a little bit like more. Like a hanger. Yeah. He came, I swear, he moved over here. So, like we said, we're both from Seattle, but he's from about two and a half hours east of Seattle. I'm from about an hour north of Seattle. So, we actually moved back to my hometown. So, this guy moves in. It was actually November of 2015. So, almost exactly. I mean, when this podcast comes out, it'll be exactly four mm-hmm. years. And he moves over with his little college bag, like an overnight weekend bag. And I was like, okay, I mean, should I should I be taking note now that like this is a sign, yeah. you know, whatever. So then he traveled, like we went back to his place for Christmas. So a few weeks later and he brings home, no, you know, that first time I went home by, by myself. myself you're right. So he, yes, you're right. So you yeah. came back with two hangers, you know, yeah. a white collared shirt and like <laughs> a, a sweater. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I guess this is a good thing. He's bringing over a little bit more. So we just kind of, I feel like we went about it. And again, like I've talked about this before. I feel like a lot of times in situations we almost plan for failure. Like you almost have that exit route, right? Like yeah. you don't have to be in a, it's really hard in today's day and age to be vulnerable and to be fully immersed in whatever you're doing, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job. I feel like we always kind of have that, that out route, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. So anyway, so we, things worked out and you guys, crazy enough, about six months later, we decided to open a business together. So we were dating. If anything, I feel like this is a brand new so relationship we, because we now it backwards again, very yeah. backwards. We decided everything backwards, pretty much. Yep. So we are boyfriend and girlfriend, and decide to get extremely in debt with each other. Have never mentioned the word marriage, and I mean, thankfully, it all worked out. But we ended up I remember open- those words. It all worked out. Yes, it all worked out. That is your that's your mo. So we um. Yeah, actually opened up a food trailer, which just dives even more into the crazy over easy. It was such an incredible experience. It was so much fun. Probably very the, thankful for all our friends too. Oh help, my gosh! Helped yeah, out our parents. And, you guys, we had our parents yeah. at our commissary until like one a.m. before our first event because we were so unprepared. But this was a big or overprepared. Oh, we were so overprepared. <laughs> we ended up not selling nearly as much as we thought, and so we ended. Oh. Yeah. So I think from a relationship perspective, now with us both both being now very business minded. So this was us. So us starting the business, you guys, we didn't actually receive our food trailer until what was it? A year and a half after we actually started. Like it was a full because this was, yeah, yeah, springtime when we started the whole venture. Mm -hmm. It was a a big learning curve and it was a big um, venture in our friendship and our relationship. We were one good thing when I when you say that we were we were pretty good at separating relationship from business. Mm-hmm. Like when we were in the food trailer, we were not necessarily the nicest to each other. Yeah. Like in stressful moments, we actually worked Going well. Going back to when you worked for me in Japan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Should have known right then and there. I it was know. Gonna, but thankfully it was be tough. thankfully at the end though, our relationship definitely out like our strength in our relationship was able to outshine any of our struggles. But we learned a lot. We ended up actually recently selling that business. It was wonderful. I think both of us, though, wouldn't you, I mean, this is bad to say, but I think we kind of got wrapped up in the numbers that we saw of how it could have made us successful. And we've grown a lot since then. We've grown a lot in the last four years of the life we want to have, the message we eventually want to give to our kiddos, mm-hmm. you know, me being on social media. It's just, I think in today's era with social media, it's so easy to want to just have that instant success and that yeah. instant money if you will there's yeah. so many 20 something years old year olds who are just 
thriving. And so we saw numbers and I think it's a good thing we kind of moved on from that. But yeah. For our relationship too, as well. <laughs> yeah, we were in there, there was, at one point because Casey was still working full time at the job he's at now, and there was a period of time where you went like what forty seven days without a day off, and and we were we were willing to do that, we were willing to grind, but yeah. So then we moved on from that, and sure enough, about two years ago, he popped the question and proposed. One thing about Casey, when he's ready to take one step. <laughs> Or when he's, oh, sorry, when he's ready to take five steps, yeah. he takes one. That's the truth. So if any of you guys are in relationships and you're just like just in that waiting period, yeah. what would you say? Be patient. Yeah. Why do Be, you think that you're just so like... I don't know. I don't think it's that I want everything because I know everything's not perfect and I wasn't waiting for everything to be perfect because I think maybe things were perfect, but... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've always been that way. Yeah. Just, um, just kind of afraid in a way. Yeah. Definitely afraid. Yeah. But still, I know what I want, know what I want, but just afraid to act upon it. Well, and you brought this up a while ago. We've been talking a lot lately and just, I don't want to say preparing for the podcast, but mm -hmm. just reflecting a lot on our relationship, especially with us being in a new season. We are trying to conceive. And so it's kind of fun, in our opinion, to reflect back on who we were as individuals, like in school, everything. And so you were talking about, and I don't know, you know, you guys listening, I, as a woman, I love to be desired. I love to be pursued. I feel like that's something maybe coming from my own insecurities. It's something that I struggle with, but mm -hmm. you were talking a lot about that you're being a man. You guys feel this pressure to be the ones who are more forward and to be the ones that obviously ask the woman out. And you were saying that mm -hmm. you had your own fears. You had your own insecurities. Yeah, I was, I think I just cared way too much about what other people thought or what other people were going to think of me and what I did. And it would just, oh, I would get such bad anxiety. It's even like, even just going up to like high school or middle school, approaching a girl, like just so afraid of that girl saying no or just being shot down. I just would feel, just was so afraid of feeling crushed. Yeah. So sometimes, a lot of times I would just avoid it and just, you know, do something else to <laughs> avoid that whole situation like go play basketball or just <laughs> just to avoid it in that way you know i wouldn't have that that experience did you think i was gonna say no when you proposed um i think i had a good chance with yeah. you saying yes yeah yeah you just really yeah. had to wait a super I long time i just had to really wait because you know i was yeah i just felt you were 90 percent. but yeah a year earlier we were um in Disney World for Christmas with our entire, I mean, <laughs> oh, both yeah. sides of the family. And you guys, I'm a Disney freak. And yeah, lo and behold, the family down on lo that and behold, they all for sure. Both, See, I like to people like to keep people guessing. That's yeah, another thing I, I love. Your is, potential future wife who had no yeah, clue where your head was at. Give her the anxiety. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. This was in December, and then he didn't propose till the following November. There's times you'd ask me, like, are we going to get married? And it's like, oh, jeez. I asked one time. Yeah. It was one conversation. I think that time it was like, okay, you, you got to quit. I'm not leading you on, but just, yeah. like, quit with this just being stagnant. Yeah. Of just getting home from work, being on, you know, eating dinner. being Like, we got to, you know. Know where this is we going. Gotta go to, I, gotta, I have to go to the next step. Yeah. I got to take the initiative. I'm the one that's going to ask her to marry me. And so, yeah. We had, wow. I, so I was in a sorority and at this time we had moved back and a lot of my girlfriends were getting married. So he's obviously my guest to these weddings <laughs> and we're sitting on the couch 
And we have never said the word marriage. We've talked a ton about our future. Obviously, we're insanely in debt with each other in this business. And I asked him. I just looked at, looked at him, and I was like, are we ever going to get married? And he said, yeah, why? Do you not want to? <laughs> and I said, well, we've never talked about it. And he said, there's nothing to talk about. We're going to get married. A, a like See, seven second straight conversation. To the, straight to the point. You don't seven have to... second conversation, and that was because I knew other questions would probably pop up if I didn't Dude, say that. It was easily an hour, an hour, and a year and a half before you proposed. Keep keep you guessing. Yeah, patience, right? <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, exactly. Go back. Be patient. He's very traditional, which I have learned to love, and we're very different. I'm definitely more Type A. You're more Type B. You kind of ground me, but I always have to have this plan. I mean, hence why. I, I went straight from undergrad to grad school, and I just instantly had that freak out of, oh, my gosh, I'm planning my entire life. So meeting you definitely helped me learn to slow down, appreciate a little bit more who I am, what I have to offer, what I want to offer. But it was hard. I mean, I feel like especially, you know, you have that map in your head of when certain ages, like things unfold. Mm. And, I mean, we didn't get married till I was, you know, right before I turned 30. And I, in yeah. my head, I think I had that. I'm going to have kids by the time I'm 30. Like, that was yeah. just how I had it in my head. I just, with having an older brother who's, we're eight years apart, it was always kind of, I still uh, look up to him till this day. But just, you know, if when I was in college looking up to him or and I mean, obviously growing up as a kid, you always look up to your older brother or whatever. But even at that stage in my life, I looking up to him, he wasn't married till he was like, I think it was 30. No, he was 31. 31? Yeah. So in his, you know, in his 30s. And it was they had like, their first kiddo at 40. So yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, well, I don't have to really be in a hurry to get married before 30. So I have, you know, to my 30s to maybe think about it. But then 30 became 31. <laughs> 32. 32. <laughs> 33. That's just not to say. Yeah, <laughs> Keep going. 34. Yeah. <laughs> so I got married 34. Yeah. Solid number. Um, all right, so to kind of backtrack, so we kind of skipped over our whole friendship, if you will. So Cancun was um, the beginning. Like, I would definitely call it the beginning. I mean, I know we always talk about Turks and Caicos, but I would say our friendship started in Cancun. And oh, yeah, for yeah. us, mm -hmm. our friendship was primarily how our relationship even evolved. So I feel like our relationship started very differently than a standard relationship. I mean, we didn't have phones. Mm -hmm. We didn't have social media. It was an entirely different way of communicating with one another. I mean, I after a date, right, you'd probably send a text or you'd call or something. Mm -hmm. We didn't have any of that. You know, we didn't have that. We couldn't even flirtatiously text once either of us felt like there was maybe something yeah, it there. It was kind of back to the way where, I mean, we had room phones. So it was, yeah, like, hey, what you doing? What are you doing right now? Do you want to hang out let's go go to the bar or yeah what are you doing on your day off and if they didn't answer their room phone you there weren't answering machines <laughs> yeah. like you didn't know you, if they you called get, you, yeah the next option would just pretty much to be walk walk to their room knock yeah. on the door like. and we did not have rooms close to each other so yeah. and again we were friends best friends if you will um for us so we both were in actually pretty serious relationships prior to us being becoming friends before anything and that's kind of how our friendship grew you know when i saw when I saw Casey, and I don't don't take this against you, but like I instantly put you into a friend category, which was so wonderful. I mean, mm -hmm. to have to be in a foreign country to, in my opinion, kind of be going through a process of losing myself. I was able to right away have a support system, have an emotional like um, 
not therapist, if you will, but like an emotional support. You just were there for me for everything, for the transition I was going through in life, the struggle I was going through in my relationship at the time. Um, we were able to be vulnerable with each other. You know, one thing we always talk about is in a friendship, you know, you're able to show your weaknesses in a friendship. In a relationship, you don't want to show those weaknesses. You don't want to show those insecurities. So if anything, I mean, it was it was wonderful for us. But then once our emotions started to develop, it was like, oh, crap, you already know all my yeah, struggles. You know, all my dirty laundry. You know, all my dirty laundry, which I think then made us almost like reel it back in. You mm. know, we were nervous because... Yeah. You, I knew about your struggles in your relationship, and you knew about mine. And yeah, because I would always go to you for advice, and because um, you'd give me great feedback. Like, um, you know, I have a problem with her. Like, what's going on? She's doesn't seem like she wants to be with me. We're not keeping contact well. Like, blah blah blah. And so, yeah, you would always just because um, you and her were the same age. Yeah, and and going through, I feel like her and I were going through very similar things. Mm-hmm. If any of you are in that, I mean, for Long me, it was twenty three years old, but. That year after college or after grad school is so difficult. I mean, I up, I dropped out of grad school and up and left the country because I genuinely had no idea what the heck life was supposed to look like, what I was supposed to look like out of school, out of a schedule, right? Whether And I didn't play sports in college, but I, I was a downhill snow ski coach. And so I had all this stability and all this structure in my life and all of a sudden it was going to go away. I just had to find a job and find security and all Mm -hmm. of that. And so I knew that she was going through that as well. She didn't choose to up and leave the country, but I was able to tell you, you know, give her time, Mm -hmm. give her time. And like, that's the friendship you and I had. I mean, looking back, I'm like, gosh, why the hell was I telling you to (laughs) be with another woman? But you know, that's where it was. I just, I loved you so much and I just wanted you to be happy. And even once my, my feelings started to evolve, I mean, you and I were lines are blurred with emotions for a while. And we both knew I kept telling you, you know, I believe in fairy tales. Like Mm. I don't, we, you and I could reel back our emotions if that other relationship was meant to be. And I think that that's hard. You know, I think with, with us, we didn't get to go through that flirting stage and all of that. But I also think it puts a lot of pressure on today's relationships you have the ability to communicate in so many ways and Mm -hmm. so if somebody doesn't yeah you look into it so much you read into it i think with texting you can um just really let it all out yeah i think it's easier but it just doesn't seem like i feel like if somebody wanted to the girl wanted to break up with me or tell me what was wrong the the last thing i would want to hear is it through via text like face to face i would prefer but if it has to be over the phone, it has to be. Do you and think? It, and it, you know, uh, with my previous relationship, a lot of it, yeah, it was over the phone. It was like through Skype and is yeah. there still Skype? Or? <laughs> I was just thinking about the other day because I think it's yeah. not just FaceTime. But, so Yeah. So, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, via text, it's just that that would just, it's so hard. Do you think with like, you know, current generation and current dating and social media and all of that, do you think that they're no longer, or I mean, I think there's still value in it, but do you think that the face-to-face conversations and talks have been pushed to the side? Um, yeah. I mean, you just look at everyday life now. Everybody's on their phone. Yeah. Um, and you're instance, not, you don't yeah, have social media. I don't yeah, I really have social media. I have Twitter, <laughs> Del Pickle 81. Oh, look at that plug. <laughs> <laughs> I have about 15 followers. But yeah, I mean, just like even going in an airport and, sitting down and whatever happened is just sitting down and just looking at, I wonder what that guy's 
what's his journey what he's all about he's all dressed up in a suit and i wonder what this girl this train wreck what is she up to or <laughs> is it spring break or Why you know, is it's the girl a the train wreck huh? <laughs> we've all seen it in the i airport. know i know it's usually you i but, know it uh, so is <laughs> but yeah i just feel like we don't appreciate life as much anymore yeah we're just so i mean everybody's getting double chins now because they're on their phone <laughs> looking down you know it's afraid to say hi anymore yeah you know? so true even in a grocery store you know you pass by and nobody mm-hmm. says hi yeah so you and I, I mean, speaking of phones, communication has always been not our strong suit. It's mm-hmm. gotten so much better now, but it's been, what, seven years? And so, I mean, we didn't start with the ability. Our relationship didn't didn't develop off of checking in with each other at the end of the night through mm-hmm. a phone call or whatever. That wasn't us for the first three years. So now I feel like sometimes... I mean, I'm on my phone a lot with work and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think also being a female... I think a lot more. And so I'm either thinking about you or I'm, you know, oh gosh, I haven't heard from him in a long time. And I don't want to say you're simple minded, but I think in a way you def men in general, I think maybe not everybody. I'm definitely putting a big umbrella over everybody, mm-hmm. but you don't think as much as us or you don't overanalyze That's things sure. as much. And yeah. so when I don't hear from you or if you don't check in, I obviously think it's because maybe you don't miss me or you're not thinking about me when in reality it's just either you've had too much to drink or <laughs> you're just really enjoying the moment you're mm-hmm. in and you just don't – you are so good at being in the moment. Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm already, I'm already thinking you're where the hell thinking, we're at 10 years ahead, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so – And I love – I mean, I always say that too, just, just live in the moment. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes I get what you're saying. Like you kind of have to have a – open eye to the future yeah I mean, living the moment's great you know i mean the job that we had was great because you pretty much do live in the moment yeah you do you don't really have to think about besides your family and stuff and friends back home yeah but at that time you're just legitimately in the moment well and the guests yeah. just want to be in the moment. yeah 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 and you're feeding off of the the guests and their energy and um they're there for a week and they don't want to think yeah. about home they don't want to think about exactly. going back to work um no i think for i think for us that's definitely been a big thing is our communication uh, or lack thereof. I know for me, when I have a problem, I talk about it right away. Whereas you need to sit on it a little bit longer. Yeah. You need to kind of digest your own thoughts. Um, again, I think not because you're simple minded, but I think sometimes you just. I've gotten better too of not just sweeping it under the rug yeah. or just waiting like, oh, it'll blow over. Just wait, you know, a couple of days. <laughs> you, it <laughs> but literally I was like three it. or four now days. It just, now that you've gotten me to open up and pretty much deal with that issue. You know, it might take me, you know, five, ten minutes. It might take me, you know, maybe an hour. But we eventually, like you said, we let's let's not go to bed angry. Yeah, because Lord knows we both need our sleep. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so true though. I know then you don't just, sleep well when you have stuff no. on your mind. And, and then you just wake up healthy. and it's yeah. almost awkward. It's yeah. like I don't want to wake up the next day and you know tiptoe each other yeah. around each other in Walk the kitchen. Yeah, it's just I feel like life is so short. And one thing about us is. And we're too grown to be, yeah, like acting like that. Exactly, and, just... and it's only gonna be you guys. We don't have kiddos yet, yeah. and so if we don't work on these things now, or for any of you who do have kids, I'm sure you're like, gosh, well, it's just the two of you, and I totally respect yeah. you. I mean, we don't have kiddos we have yet. No idea. We don't sure know we don't. what. It's, we... Yeah, we can sit here and say we're we're trying to have a family, we're trying to conceive, but we genuinely don't know. Yeah. What that looks like, and we don't know what that's going to transpire into. Or just like you have no idea. What I know you're they're probably in their cars, it. like oh, these two. Yeah. Um. So something, I guess, I have a question for you. You know, with me, because you don't, you're not on your phone a lot, and so 
and you don't have social media, but does me being on my phone a lot or being in social media like impact you at all or does it affect you? Um, more of it does it affect you. Like, do you get, do some of the people that you follow and whatnot, do you become insecure? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I hate to even make, like to admit it, but yes. And I feel like because of my insecurities and because of my, my struggles with, um, like they have that much of an impact on you. I don't want to say they have that much of an impact. And so, okay. So I never call my, my followers. I hate saying my followers. I always say my girls, like, I feel like they're so much a part of who I am. They've helped me on my journey. And in some way, shape or form, they send me the most beautiful messages that I have helped them on their journey. So I feel like sometimes I feel like I have to show up for them mm -hmm. and I don't, oh, I'm not always in the right mindset to show yeah. up. And I don't think we all are, right? Yeah. I think we go through struggles, but so, I... Yeah, like, sorry to interrupt you, but stuff like that, that I'm so proud of, of you doing. And, and I realize that you, you know, a lot of people work from their phones. Yeah. You know, it's this day and age where you can get a lot done on your phone. Yeah. And I know that's, you know, that's what you're doing. You, I mean, it's not like I'm like, oh, who's she creeping on? And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, guys, it's not like you're looking at... Because know, we have trust, you, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We do. We, yeah, we have trust. And um, so for me, it's... You know, when you tell me stories about your girls and um, the messages you sometimes show me, I mean, I, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And like, and you have, you're so driven in what you do and, and, well, you, I don't and think, you care. And, and without your support, I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, you help, you're you basically my photographer. I mean, yeah. I'm literally my videographer and my photographer. <laughs> but I think that's a great question. You know, I fall victim of the scroll, which is what we say like, when you're just scrolling. Mm -hmm. I see other women. I see... I mean, a lot of my girls know I have struggled. You know, I've struggled with body image issues. I've struggled with comparison. You know, comparison is a thief of joy. Um, and I think sometimes when I am scrolling, I do think, gosh, you know, is this something he would be interested in? Or is this something that he would find desirable? Or, uh, you know, oh, he's seen me in a better physical state. Is that something he still appreciates? Because these memories will pop up. And it's almost like when you have a dream, you know, and you accuse them of breaking up with yeah. you in the dream. How many and times have we broken up? And you wake up and you're mad. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> I feel like I go through the scroll and then I let it transpire into our our moment or our life when you have no clue what I've even been consuming. Mm. You have no clue where I'm, my head is at because I'm sitting here comparing myself to an image when I know there's a story behind that individual. I mean, mm. I know these things. It's it's my life. Social media is my my career. It's my it's what I'm doing. And so yeah, I would say, I mean, I hate to bring my own insecurities into it, but I think it's also real life. Mm. Um I I'm thankful you're not on social media despite the trust that we have with one mm. another. You know, you talk about females and our drama and I do think you've said it before. You've asked me you know, does social media bring more drama into people's lives? And mm -hmm. I think life is hard enough. I think relationships are hard enough. I think life is fast paced enough. I mean, if I text you and I don't hear back for eight hours, mm -hmm. obviously you're at work, but I feel like in so many relationships, people get frustrated if they don't hear yeah. back. They want that, that because, now. Yeah, we have instant, now. yeah, we have instantaneous mm -hmm. abilities to yeah, respond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so unfortunately, I think that it does mess with me. It messes with my, I don't know, what you think of me. And mm -hmm. um, I think there's a difference between knowing and believing because I know what you think of me. I know how much you love me. I know, you know, you're my best friend. I know I'm your best friend. Like, 
I know these things that you tell me all the time, but it's hard to sometimes believe it and let it be my truth. Walk, you know, have my shoulders back, have my chin mm -hmm. high, and let those things that I know of myself and I value of yeah. myself and that you instill in me, it's hard sometimes yeah. to let those be my truth. And I think that's kind of maybe your one of one of the things that I get upset about is you just you just sometimes you don't feel like you have that confidence, but you do. Yeah. Like like don't sell yourself short. Thanks. You know that. I know. It's just hard. I've always yeah. struggled with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously so thankful for you, mm -hmm. but I do. I really struggle with that. Um kind so of I don't know if I did. Did I answer that question? Like I, I think you asked I me a question. It on you, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so kind of to go back a little bit, I feel like so about this. You know, we're we're open. We're we're open with each other. I feel like I'm overly open and emotional. I mean, like we were saying earlier, you know, you always feared not rejection, but kind of. Mm -hmm. And I'm the more forward one. I don't know if we would be together if I didn't put forth that forward notion yeah. because. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Would you ever have made the move? Yeah, sure I would. <laughs> you just had to be patient. Okay, patience. <laughs> patience is the key. I'm, I'm hearing that one. Um, but do you think, you know, in today's society, I feel like a lot of people hold back their emotions. You know, even with me talking about my insecurities with social media, I feel like we hold back our emotions a lot. And maybe because we have those ability to think through our thoughts because we can mm. text them out or we yeah. can send them in an email. Trying to think of the right thing to say. Exactly. But it may not be what you're feeling. Yes. Do you think though that our past relationships maybe held us back from being open about our feelings cuz it took us a long time to transition from friends to a relationship? Yeah. Yeah, I I, th I think it did. Yeah. I would you would agree? Uh yeah, 100%. Yeah, cuz I mean, one it was, you know, there was long distance for the both of us. Yeah. Um they were serious relationships too. Yeah, very serious. I think we are both very emotionally invested. So, I mean, I know I'm asking you that question, but I know for me it was that like, oh my gosh, do so I want to go down this again? Mm -hmm. You know, this yeah, down yeah, this road again. Yeah. Like, we already had such an amazing friendship. Mm -hmm. We almost like we didn't want to, almost didn't want to like ruin what we had. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't want to, I mean, I feel like I married my best friend. Yeah. You know, and we had such a great thing going too. I mean, we could you know, we days off we spend every day off together. Yeah, we, like I feel like regardless yeah. of this marriage or our relationship, we would have remained friend. Like our friend, yeah. something, no matter yeah. what. Because if like something else life. came along and say you found somebody else, you know, I would yeah. have totally had your back. I told yeah. I would have totally supported you because he was like, you know what, we were friends first. Yeah. And, if, and because he's not forward. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not forward, I would think, damn, I'm uh, out of that chance. You know, why didn't I act upon it? Because well, I probably basketball. found something else to do, uh, and I didn't save me from failing. But I feel like, yeah, I mean, you always got to, I mean, you have to fail and yeah. um, to learn and to move on. And so I think I'm getting a lot better at that. Oh, but, for sure. Um, You've been great taking about chances, it. taking risks. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think it definitely, yeah, I think it took us a while to open up about our feelings. But I think for us, that was kind of like what you said, you know, you, when you're ready to take five steps, you took one and it was such a solid step every time a step was taken mm -hmm. because you were ready and had it been up to me, it probably would have happened. Not like the, not even the engagement. Uh, you were but like, ask me to marry. I kissed you first. <laughs> we were playing dominoes, and he was like, "Oh, let's make a bet for who wins." And it was some stupid bet that he made. Like, 
really dumb. And he was like, well, what's your bet? And I was like, that I can't get through the rest of this game without kissing you. And what did I do? You leaned over and kissed me, but I so. made I made the move. But then he proposed playing dominoes, so he made up for it. <laughs> okay, so to kind of wrap this up, I just have a few questions for you. What is a piece of advice you would tell women from a male's perspective about dating or meeting a guy? Advice I would give to women? Yes. I think I said it earlier in, in the podcast is be patient. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of guys are maybe similar to me is where, you know, they're just very shy and um, just put up a tight guard before, you know, meeting somebody. And, you know, so to, to let that person in your circle, you know, sometimes it might take a couple dates it might take months couple years <laughs> yeah it might take a couple years so just yeah being patient it's i think that's a big key to to dating and, and a great advice for women i mean it goes the same to say for a guy you yeah. know great advice for guys you know there's it goes both ways yeah girls as well maybe you know they might put up a guard as well yeah because past relationship you never know the past relationship that they've been in for yeah you know they're so you know, like, do you kiss a girl on the first date? Yeah. It's, well, and I feel uh, like I love the dating apps. Like, I mm-hmm. support them. But yeah. I'm sure that's hard, too. Like, you you know a little bit because the profile. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you don't know the past relationships. Yeah. You don't know You don't know what that the person's heartache. been through yeah. the heartbreak. So kind of feeding off of that, my next question for you, with especially with online dating now and meeting somebody right away. So you and I were friends first. So... We didn't necessarily, I didn't look at you as a prospect for dating. Mm-hmm. So do you think in today's day and age with online dating or even going on a date, right? Like I set you up on a date. Do you think that people maybe overanalyze that person as a potential prospect too quickly because we're so fast to check off boxes? Yeah, especially where you can look that person up and pretty much see their whole life up until that point of, you know, well, like it can go from like looking at photos to you know messages that they posted or likes and dislikes and stuff like that so you can really it's crazy you can probably know a lot about somebody yeah but really not know them. but but again really not know them. yeah because they could be totally different on you know through social media compared to what they are in real life for sure they could be yeah just a whole kind of you know character in a way yeah i want to definitely add to that because i do i know for me um, you know, I have everybody that. has a history I know. <laughs> and, in, and I've joked about, we've joked about this before, but I know for me, I kind of had that, I don't want to call it perfect man, but that man on paper, you know, mm-hmm. I had certain things that I looked for. I wanted him to be a family man. I wanted, had to like football, you know, you have these things and I think, so think you said right there, I want, I want, I want, you, it, can't, it's, you yeah. can't get it all. But, and you can't. And I also think I'm thankful that we are friends first. Cause I didn't look at you as oh, does he have this? Does he have this? Does he have this? And I mean, we all deserve that, right? Like we deserve yeah. the best. And I really think that. But I also think that we're so quick to see if the boxes are checked and not really get to know somebody. I mean, had I not gotten to know you for that first year. quick to, You can be quick to judge. Yeah. Very quick to judge. Yeah. And not get to know the whole story. Mm-hmm. But again, I guess it goes back to us being like, don't waste your time if it's not somebody you see in your future. But I guess also give that person time yeah. so you can actually learn who they are. One last question, just with us being in this season of life. Um, so when it comes to marriage and or kiddos, I guess they're kind of together. Which one do you think is, I don't want to say more important, but which one do you think needs to come first, the marriage or the kiddos? Marriage for sure. 
yeah. has to come first. I agree. For sure, marriage. I had a friend actually, Jess, she asked me that on her podcast, and I really loved the question, and I I think that, yeah, I said marriage as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, to, to make the kids, really, I mean, you need to have that marriage work. Yeah. And um, it just makes for a healthier healthier family environment. And again, we don't have kids. Yeah, exactly. So, so true. I mean, we can't really speak yeah. for it for parents, but um, I know for us, I mean, going into, you know, wanting to have kids, that's good that we both can agree on. All right, for the kids to work for us, it needs to be our marriage yeah. first. I mean, we're already noticing because struggles. I think with a strong marriage, we can, you know, have us, we can have with our strong marriage, we can have, you know, strong building of, of parenthood. Yeah, and, I agree. Because, I mean, teamwork and mm-hmm, a parenthood. I mean, we're... We only have dogs and I don't, I'm not comparing at all, but we've already noticed we have a new puppy, you know, Casey walks in the door from work and it's instantly, Hey, can you take them out? He hasn't been out in a little while. Okay. I'm going to get the dinners ready. And we haven't even said hi to each other yet. And so that's been something. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's also why I asked that question because we've already noticed ourselves going through the motions, going Mm -hmm. through our routine. And I love that we're noticing it because that's something that, Gosh, months can go by yeah. and you haven't really it's kind of a robot. You're just exactly. kind of stuck in the same yeah. routine every day. Yeah. And even, you and know, now we joke about it where the pups will greet him at the door and we joke. He's like, oh, mommy needs a kiss first because yeah. it's something we've talked about. It's something we've yeah. brought into. Because you probably went to bed angry that night. I probably didn't sleep and had a dream and we broke up and then I woke up and we had up. a horrible day. <laughs> But anyways, thank you so much for being on. Oh, I loved this. I'll be better next time. No, you were, you were so great. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, Casey has been so wonderful. I mean, obviously he doesn't have social media, but I do run by my captions and all of that before I talk about our relationship. We clearly have not had, you know, a normal unfolding relationship. Uh, we struggle a lot. We have big ups and downs and... I mean, we might sound joyous on here, but it's hard and relationships are hard. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this and we appreciate you being willing to listen to us and taking a few, yeah, taking a few minutes or I guess more than a few minutes to (laughs) listen to us. We would love to maybe do a QA and a in the future or hopefully once kiddos come, you know, more life parenting stuff. But um, if you guys do follow me closely, you know that I always end everything or start everything with make it a great day. And I actually got it from this guy here. Yes, and I got it from my football coach, East Valley High School, Yakima, oh, nice. Washington. Love it. Coach Barry Rifle, he would always say, make it a great day. And it is. Yeah. You're the one that can make it a great day. Yeah, I fully agree. So, anyways, we're going to sign off there. Thank you again for tuning in. You guys are so wonderful. You get a little bit of the, the story behind Crazy Over Easy. But love you all, and make it a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.